What's good with you, everybody? It's your boy, Spence Crosby, a.k.a. Faiska. Yo, 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 it's your trainer's trainer. It's your coach's coach. It's William Taylor of New Wave Coaching. And, of course, Tyler Wellness here in the building. Make yourself a priority. And welcome to Fill Your Cup Podcast. Fellas, let's get ready to pull up. All right. Hey, listeners, make sure y'all pull it up real quick. Hopefully it's something healthy. If not, I'm coming to your crib. And I'm going to knock you on your head just because you know better, you do better. All right? <laughs> so, all right. Um, It's really hot right now. And it's going to burn your lips off. But I got two good guys. They're not going to sue me. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, let's take a sip. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Intention, fellas. Yep, yep. Um, I say the intention today since we're going to talk about being present. How to be present. Uh, let's have a good podcast today on how to be present. Well, being present. Being present. Yes. In the present moment. All right, take a sip. All right, so... um, tastes different. This is burdock root and cinnamon. Um, It tastes tastes pretty decent. I like it, actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I think it's going to taste, of course, better because Mm -hmm. let it brew a little bit more, but it's pretty good. Mm. All right, guys, so now that we have our cups filled, let's go ahead and spill the tea for today. And the topic for today is... How to be present. Um, let's see how we want to tackle this one. I think being present is very important, and I got a lot to say. But, fellas, how do you guys feel about that topic, or how do you be present? You know, when I hear the term being present, that uh, that saying, what is it called? Um, you got to, like, stop and smell the roses. Mm, or, you mm. know, you, you got to be kind of have time to make time to smell the roses. You know, if you kind of go out in nature and you just look at a flower... You know, and in that moment, it's all that exists. It's just that flower. You know, you might feel the breeze on your skin or the sun or, you know, the colors, the vibrant colors of the plant or whatever it is. Um, so I think that kind of relates to that. And um, I think just coming into a mindset like that to think to be present, you know, and just try to slow down and enjoy the moment for what it is, you know, not really too much in the future, or not too much in the past, but really just in the present moment and just kind of uh, enjoying the flow of things how they are. All right, Tyler, did you want to reflect a little bit on that too? Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, you know, it is tough to say catch yourself if you think that you're present but you're not, right? So being present is actually a pretty common um, uh, theme that's popped up lately. I've read The Power of Now and then also uh, recently The Alchemist and a ton of those things have made me reflect on just like moments that, uh, you know, you go through life and you might start to miss these moments because you're so focused on a goal or, you know, maybe not the goal itself, but you're focused on, again, like Will said, what's next or where you're trying to get to and then that you're going to miss all the things that you're passing to get there. Um, I have a question about that book, The Alchemist, because I have that book as well. Um, but before I uh, go ahead and proceed into that, I want to talk about, not talk about, but give you guys a quote. Basically, I tell myself this quote and other people is, you can't see your reflection in running water, but only in still water. And it's just like, that's just telling you, hey, everything that's going on, like the calamity that might be around you, you can't see who you really are. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't reflect on who you really are because that's not you. You're in a, in a state of calamity. So you have to really slow things down, be in that present moment, and take deep reflection. That's how you truly see who you are. But that's my quote. I want to talk about the alchemist because uh, Tyler and I were talking about it a little bit earlier. And uh, he has a different version than me. But um, this analogy or just this parable that he uh, 
discuss was amazing. So go ahead, go ahead and tell our listeners about this parable, man. All right. So in this parable, um, there's two characters. There's the king, and then there's a shepherd. And on this, uh, on his, on the shepherd's journey, he meets the king, and eventually the king tells him, "Hey, go through my castle here, and uh, as you're going through, um, you know, here's a spoon with some oil on it, and don't drop any of the oil." So the shepherd goes through the entire castle. He's, um, you know, waiting for the king to get finished with whatever he's doing. You know, I think he has a meeting or something like that going on. And then he gets back to the king and the, you know, the shepherd didn't drop any of the oil. But then the king asks, did you notice any of the, you know, the garden that took my gardeners 10 years to make? Did you notice uh, the Persian um, curtains and all these, you know, these royalties and things like that? And, you know, embarrassed, the shepherd was like, no. So then the king says, we'll go back through. And, uh, you know, he gives him the spoon with the oil. And this time he goes through and he notices everything and he comes back and reports as the king. And the king asks, what happened to the oil? He looks down at the spoon and it's gone. So then the king says, you know, the happiness is going through life, never forgetting your oil, but also recognizing, you know, what's all around you and the beauty in, in all of it. I really love that because um, before I dive deeper into that topic, we a lot of times when we're focused on a task or a dream, we kind of forget about the small things that really matter. Um, and it's really the small things that make up the large things, such as like the ones that really care for you, that's really riding for you. It's like, yo, I'm here. I support you. I love you. And it's just like I think about my parents. You know what I mean? Most importantly for me, my mom, I'm just like, damn, my mom is getting older. And I'm just like, this woman was my age at one at one point. Now she's much older. And I'm just like, she's not always going to be there. You know, and it's just like I'm focusing on my dream at hand. I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna take care of my mom someday. But at the same time, I'm just like, take care of your mom now. It doesn't have to be financially or nothing like that, but just loving and showing support. Like even going like little things, going to the grocery store. I do that with my mom now. I try to do that more because it's just like she wants someone to tag along with her. And it's just like, let me go ahead and go with my grocery store with my mom. I'm just like, I don't want to, but I'm gonna do it because it's a sacrifice, and I know that makes her feel good. You know. Um, before I dive a little bit deeper, I want to ask Will, how do you feel about that parable too, man? Uh, yeah, I definitely feel like it, it's kind of an interesting story there and an analogy that they put things is kind of like um, <clears throat> the shepherd's going through the house and he's so focused on the spoon and not spilling the oil that he doesn't notice any of the quality things that the king has in his house and stuff like that. And then turn around, king comes back, says, hey, you didn't notice any of the stuff. Then he has to go back through, and now he's looking at all this stuff, but now he spills all the oil. So um, I think the moral of that is, honestly, from what I can say is kind of like being able to notice the quality things in life while also not spilling your oil or uh, keeping focus, I could say, keeping balance, keeping you know your, uh, your focus on and, and uh, not missing out and not losing... Um, not not spilling your tea in your cup, you know, <laughs> um, and to notice the, the the beautiful things in life around you as well. And so, like, I don't know what it was that just really resonated with me. And I, I kind of thought about relationships. I was watching this movie earlier uh, called Parasite. If you guys haven't checked that out, check that out, please. It's a must watch, um, even though I kind of fell asleep because I was a little tired. But uh, I love the movie. It's a, uh, I want to say, Korean-based movie. And it's really good. And yes, please. And basically, I remember, I just remember this scene in particular. It's a great movie. But 
the the girl would have it's not they're not girlfriend and boyfriend but the girl was kissing the guy and she was like uh what's wrong is something on your mind and i'm just like man why do women always ask that like even my girl like she'd be like why why aren't you here like i'm like how do you notice like you just know and i asked her like why is that how do you how do women know this stuff and she was like well when you know your man you you know what's up so i'm just like man i'm when I when I think about like when I'm kissing my girl, it's gonna get kind of it's not gonna get graphic, listeners, but it's gonna be kind of funny. Like, listen, hear me out, hear me out. So it's just like this: when you're kissing your girl, typically as a, as a male, you know what I mean. I can't speak for all, but only for me. I can't speak for none to be honest with you, because I'm I, I don't roll that way. But I'm just saying, like, um, you, we get in erections. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I get an erection. I'm just like, yo, like I'm kissing. Like, what's the next step now? Like, what are we getting to? I, I'm ready. I'm ready to take clothes. I'm ready feeling them titties. I'm like, yo. I need to feel on something. And it's just like with the woman, you know, it takes time. You know, you just got to gently touch her, caress her, kiss her, show that passionate, that that compassion you have for her. And then, you know, the juice start, just start flowing. You know what I mean? You just like, damn, okay, she ready. But a lot of times, you, you know, we just, for me, I'm just like, when I was younger, I was just like, yo, that's how it was for me. Like, let's get to that point. I'm ready to pound. Like, let's go. But it's just like. No, as I got older, I'm like, take your time. You know, I wish I'd have had this advice from, you know, my father or something like that. You know, I had to learn this, of course, the hard way because I'm just like, okay, everything is not about just drilling. Sometimes you just got to, sometimes chick might need that. Though. I ain't going to lie to you. Sometimes you just got to, you know what, babe, I'm going to come in. Pound, I ain't about to go there, y'all. But listen, all I'm saying is be in the moment. Be present. When you're kissing your lady, uh, when you're being with your parents, when you're with your siblings, man, we your good friends be in the moment because not these moments are taken for granted because we always think well like even this podcast for instance hey i'll see you guys on tuesday i don't know if i'm gonna see you guys on tuesday i just assume you know what i mean everything's gonna be okay so it's just like doing this podcast i really want to be in a moment and i am in the moment now because i feel so passionate about what i'm saying i'm just like don't 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 escape the moment you know what i mean guys how do you what do you recommend, you know, to people to to be in the moment? And in, it could be anything, relationships with your friends. Like, what are some things that keeps you grounded, you know, being in the moment? Um, <clears throat> well, I can kind of say, honestly, just from my own perspective, uh, growing up, I grew up out in the country, you know, and it's really relaxed in the country. You know, it's just country scenic. There's not a lot of... Country ass. You know, there's not a lot going on, you know, um... And I remember as a kid, you know, very young, uh, I didn't have any video games or any type of stuff like this. And early mornings, you know, me and my pa, we'd go outside and we'd just kind of chill out there, you know, and watch the sun rise. And, you know, you could see like the mist on the uh, on the trees and on the plants and on the grass and whatnot. And it was just really peaceful, you know. And I think that kind of stayed with me uh, kind of all throughout my life. I'm always known to be kind of like a chill person and more relaxed and kind of um, present in the moment. I think that uh, that tranquility just kind of came with me uh, just from my early age and growing up. So uh, I can honestly say just getting out in nature, you know, go out for a walk, you know, no music, you know, and just really uh, get into your get into your own thoughts, you know, and just kind of look around, you know, observe what's going on. Right now it's snow outside, you know, so you can maybe just watch the snowflakes and watch watch the snow uh, fall from the sky, you know, or look at the birds and look at the trees and um, just kind of see what's going on in the present moment in the winter. Um, and it's even better in the summer, you know. Um, 
But that's just something that you can do is just try to uh, find that nature really puts me in the present moment. One thing I'm going to add to that, um, you know, essentially for me, especially when I was doing the five job thing, you know, going from place to place, back to forth, you know, back and forth and everything was, you know, pretty hectic. Uh, you know, it can be it can be hard to stay in the moment. And it, you know, it literally is something that you have to bring a lot of self-awareness to, especially if you're used to not being in it. And so, you know, one technique that I try to use to be in the moment, even like, you know, having a conversation with someone that is not noticeable is you just start to focus on your breathing. And then, you know, then after you're focused on your breathing, you stop focusing on your breathing and you're back in the conversation and, you know, you can focus on what's actually happening around you. Um, Other things that I can do, um, you know, is just practicing mindfulness as you're, you know, going through your day. Um, You know, say you're driving and you're like, well, how did I get from point A to point B? You know, you forget the whole the whole drive, right? Well, try to, you know, keep in that moment, you know, as you're driving, obviously, you're looking at the traffic, you're looking at the cars around you, but try to experience the whole drive, the whole journey, and, you know, kind of relate that to life in general, you know, as you're just just doing basic things, you're brushing your teeth. Are you thinking about brushing your teeth? Or are you thinking about the thing you're going to do next? And just try to bring your moment, your, your mind to the things that you're actively doing, like this podcast and everything, like Spence and Will said mindfulness is the key and most importantly breathing if you when you really start to focus on your breathing you're like you just there i promise you and everything is surreal like what will said too going to nature really it man it makes you appreciate things and it really does i think the beautiful things that with things we deem as beautiful when we're there we just learn to appreciate it and that's why that's the key to being present appreciation mindfulness breathing Breathing has tremendously helped me. Um, I ain't gonna lie, my breathing does kind of escalate when I'm kind of kissing my chick. Dog. I'd be like, "Oh shit, we, what we doing now?" Helps, you gotta slow it down. You Sometimes slow, you gotta you slow things down. <laughs> you gotta slow it down and be relax. like, "All right, relax, <laughs> relax, relax, relax." Okay, it's it's gonna get there. But like, even brushing your teeth, like what Tyler said, like I'm not gonna lie, I'd be like, "All right, brush my teeth." There's times I'm not gonna. T- I'm not even gonna lie to you. I brush my teeth and take a piss at the same damn time because I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Yo, I'm ready." get this shit over with let me hurry up by the time i get done pissing i'm like all right let me go ahead and spit this out all right wash my hands boom i'm done y'all probably like damn it's long ass piss like don't you want to brush your teeth for like a minute minute and a half two minutes <laughs> you tell you pissing for that long yeah i'll be pissed for that long i gotta be like the drip drip everything like get it all out you know have it stacking right there man. <laughs> <laughs> so i guess what we're trying to t- when we're, we're not trying but what we're telling you uh the listeners is uh, practice mindfulness will really get you to be present and don't take advantage or take for granted the time that you have here on this planet, most importantly, with your family, with your loved ones, with your, with your chick, with your guy, whoever you, whatever, you know, whoever you feel like comfortable and you just love that person, that individual, don't take that time for granted because they won't always be here. Neither will you. Um, so I think being present Start to practice that a little bit more, guys. Did you got you guys want to add anything else to being present? Um, I can tell you just from experience and just from like uh, honestly, Bruce Lee, man. One of his things that was in his journal was uh, he would go and drink some tea, man. He would go and grab some tea, and he would go and sit outside and just kind of sit there, you know. And I tried it myself, you know. I was like, oh yeah, this sounds pretty chill, you know. So I get my tea ready. 
you know, it's nice and hot. Just got done brewing. I pour my cup and then I'll just go outside on a nice summer day or whatever it is. It can be a nice winter day, you know, bundle up. But better in the summer, of course. You just go out there, you know, and you just kind of sit with your tea there and you just kind of sit there. You know, tea might be a little bit hot, but then you let it chill down. You know, you kind of pay attention to the temperature. You know, that's kind of also bringing you into the present moment. You'll be like, oh, it's hot. Okay, it might chill an extra second, you know. You know, you look up in the sky, you might see some birds going by or whatnot, cars driving by and whatnot. And then you just kind of sit out there and you just just sit in that moment, man, and just enjoy the tea, taste the flavor of the tea. And, and it's just like in that moment, it's like nothing else exists. You know, you don't have to worry about bills or, you know, this person calling you or, uh, you know, these type of drama or issues or whatever it is that you got going on. And in that moment, you can just kind of chill out and kind of connect with yourself, you know. So that's something that uh, I think you guys as listeners, you guys try that, man. Go out there, pour you a nice glass of tea, man, and just go outside and just sit for a second, you know, and drink that tea and just uh, just enjoy that present moment. Definitely. <clears throat> um, I'm going to give you guys like a little tip too, especially if you live in the city, right? A lot of things going on and uh, it can be quite distracting and everything that happens is a distraction. And once your mind starts to wander on those things, again, you're no longer in the present moment. Um, one thing that I did one time while I was waiting on, uh, the mastermind meeting to get started, uh, it was downtown and, you know, downtown's pretty hectic and stuff like that, you know, traffic and a lot of sounds, a lot of stuff going on. Um, this is not a paid promotion, but I had just got my AirPod pros, uh, that had the noise cancellation, right? And I'm, I'm standing outside downtown and I popped them in and all of a sudden all the distractions, the noises of downtown, you know, was gone. And I could focus on just looking at what's actually going on. You know, you see people, what they're actually doing. You're not distracted by all these sounds of traffic, buildings, people talking, all that stuff. You just be there in the moment and look around. And it was a pretty meditative moment. Like if you think about it, just, you know, being able to stare out and just see what's actually happening around you. Um, I'd recommend, you know, doing that. You know, if you're in a busy city. You know, find something that can cancel out the noise so you can actually focus on just one sense, one vi the visual sense, you know, or something like that. And, uh, you know, practice like that. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys a question real quick is, uh, do you guys have any methods that you would, you know, recommend our users try out? I know for me, this is going to sound crazy, but doing handstands has helped me practice mindfulness a lot. Because it's not so much of the strength or the technical aspect of it, but it's the aspect of breathing. Um, when I was learning handstands, a guy was telling me from, um, this is not a paid promotion either, YMCA, um, that basically when you're doing handstands, you want to envision yourself and you really want to be calm um, and just practice, I don't want to say mindfulness, but the, the most important thing is just envisioning yourself in a handstand, being in that moment, I would say, right? And so when I start to implement that concept, it really slowed things down for me. I'm just like, yo, when, when you're paying, ten, paying attention to your handstand, when you're first learning, you're just so focused, like, yo, why can I get it? But when you start to really just get the technique down, you start to focus on, okay, right, let, me, let me press my fingers this way. All right, let me, let me use my core a little bit more. This, uh, I got to engage my glutes so that way I don't fall uh, going backwards, you know. And so practicing handstands has really helped me out a lot but most importantly not just the handstands it's just fitness in general that's why you see a lot of those bodybuilder guys they'll talk about the mind body connection and like ct fletcher shout out to him big time because he will always say i command you to grow like the way he was it was just like 
man, this this cat was really on another fucking level. Like, I'm just like, damn. But it's just when you start to really get in tune with your body and what makes it work, you start to really be mindful and you just really, you're there. You're like, you don't take it for granted. Like, for me, when I get out of bed, it's no more like, man, I'm just getting out of bed. I be thinking like, man, what muscles are I working? And then you start to be like, oh, it's my core. That's, that's why your core is so important. So I think... What I would tell you guys is definitely uh, work out, but don't work out with the intent like I want this body. Work out with the intent and on of how is my body functioning? What's what's doing what? Why is my heart pumping this fast? Uh, why do I feel this tension, this muscle? Really start to find uh, to discover that mind body connection, and that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you really start to be more present in things like that. So handstands have helped me. Breathing has helped me tremendously. Practice those. Um, yeah, I can definitely hit off uh, a couple points that you said, like working out, you know, fitness is huge. And um, just the athlete in general, uh, he has to be in kind of like a flow state, you know, so when you can be present, you know, you can get into that flow state, like, um, say, for instance, like a surfer, you know, a surfers out there, he's on the board, he's trying to learn the wave, he's paying attention to what direction the wave is going, how his feet are placed on the board and whatnot. And, you know, he has to really be in the zone and in that moment in order to surf that wave, you know. If he gets up on the wave and then he's doing good, but then all of a sudden he has a thought in his mind like, oh, these debt collectors are going to call me, or oh, this bill is due, or oh, my girlfriend, boom, he falls off the board, wipes out. So um, doing things like uh, athletic things, you know, working out, fitness, you know, taking a walk, uh, drinking your tea, put do something that's going to put you into that flow state, and um, it's going to require all of your attention and um, being able to kind of like channel that ability to just focus on one thing at a time is very important. And uh, it definitely is going to lead to high performance. Um, other things that you can do to get into like present moment, I probably say meditation is going to be huge, man. Spend some time um, with yourself, you know, and get those thoughts out of your head. You know, a lot of us are running around with uh, what they call the monkey mind. You know, we just got a ton of thoughts bouncing around in our head or, hey, they're looking at me. Are these people looking at me or is somebody talking about me or, oh, this Instagram post or whatever it is, you know. So um, by kind of sitting by yourself and just kind of allow- allowing those thoughts to kind of talk themselves out of your head, you know, you can kind of come to a place where there's no more thoughts. And then from there, you can find that peace and you can find that flow and you can kind of go into whatever activity activity it is with just uh just to focus on that one single thing. I just wanted to uh reiterate that flow state. Um it's to me it's ultra instinct too. You know what I mean? Like from Goku like Goku. Yeah. But when my brother for instance, he's he's a boxer and, and and my brother is a phenomenal boxer and there is times when me and his coach would be like, "Yo, you did this." He didn't even realize he did it. You know what I mean? Cuz that's when you're in that ultra instinct mode. Your body you're just so present. You're so focused. You don't even think about the things that surround you. Like even when you're in that ring, I have experience. When I was spar, you don't hear the coach calling. You don't hear that stuff. When you're just there, man, I'm telling you, it's surreal. Like the moment is so like surreal. So being uh, my athlete, or just not even being an athlete, like I said, doing the handstands too. I use it as an example. When you just start to really get in that moment of handstands, you don't think about the little things because you can get distracted easily if you're thinking of like. For instance, my mom came home one day and I heard the door. I'm like, I was in the handstand. I'm just like, damn, I got distracted because I put that focus into that rather than uh, being in that moment of the handstand. So being in that flow state is critical. 
And one thing I'm going to leave you guys as a listeners with is a question, okay? Coming back to the parable, what if you were the shepherd and at the end of your life, doesn't matter what you believe in, but at the end of your life, you know, the creator or whoever you believe in asks you, did you notice all of these things? And you were so focused on whatever it is that you had on that spoon, you know, and then he sends you back to re-explore. Are you going to, you know, wait till the end to start to explore everything now and also keep your focus or are you going to start to do that right now and start taking action and change your life and and recognize the beauty that's around you while also maintaining your goals and focusing on what it is that you want to build for yourself boom i think we're going to leave it at that that was great so listeners reflect on that um and once you have that answer go ahead and shoot on one of us a message be like yo i got that answer all right Guys, uh, that was an enjoyable podcast. I enjoyed it. I loved yeah. it. A lot of stuff. And I think we were just in that flow state because, honestly, um, it was just the creative juices were flowing, even for me. There's a lot more we can talk about, too, trust me. But that's all we're going to take today. Um, anything else you guys want to add? That's it for me. Be mindful, guys. Be present. Make sure your ass is present. And quit thinking about the other stuff that's going on in your life, all right? Don't be a monkey mind. Get your shit together. Damn. Yeah. With that being said, it's your boy, Spence Crosby, a.k.a. Faiska, owner and founder of Build a Physiques, Build a Better You. Check me out on YouTube. I'm also on, you can just Google Spence Crosby. You can find me on there, too. I'm out. Yo, yo, yo. It's your trainer's trainer. It's your coach's coach. It's William Taylor, CEO of New Wave Coaching. You can't change the waves, but you can learn to surf. And of course, Tyler Wellness here, helping open-minded individuals make themselves a priority and turn their talents to income in the Talent to Income Academy. Don't forget to make yourself a priority. Peace. Peace!